back to Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. Here on episode four, you will again be hearing myself, Nick Shields, and Ruben Barrick, co-founders of shieldlessmag.com. And we are talking to Andrew Ariano and Grant Fierro of the Skate Filet podcast. We catch up with these guys and see how the coronavirus and the quarantine is affecting their daily lives how it's impacted their podcast and their skateboarding and the skateboard industry as a whole. We also get into some stories of like how Drew recreated the intro from the skate video pretty sweet. And we also talk about the unfortunate passing of legendary skateboarder Jeff Grosso this week. So rest in peace Jeff Grosso. Our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. And I hope you can enjoy this episode. And if you like it, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag at ShieldlessMag. And make sure you check out the Skate Filet podcast on YouTube and all other podcasting platforms. Cheers. Should we, should we get into this? Let's do it. Yes, yeah. I'm down. Hello! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening Who did that? To Who did that? Who did that? <laughs> the worst did that? podcast in the world. <laughs> April Fool's. Uh, <laughs> nah. Welcome to uh, Quarantine Calls with Shieldless Mag. Today, you'll be hearing myself, Nick Shields, co-founder of Shieldless Mag. We also got Ruben Barrick, the other co-founder of Shieldless Mag. What's up, Ruben? What's up, everybody? How we doing? Good. And doing, doing well. And we're all, that is Andrew Ariano. Wait, is that how you say it? That's that? me. Did I fuck it up? That's uh, actually very well. Very well said. Uh, yeah, the two L's fuck up everybody. <laughs> and you're going by, by Andrew nowadays? You graduated from just Drew? Uh, oh, I just wanted to be proper. But you can call me Drew. <laughs> I don't know All right. And I understand why you'd want to call me Drew. Dude, yeah, it just rolls off the tongue, you know. Drew's days, Drew. Yes, sir. Uh, it's it's ingrained in my brain. And then also <laughs> on the call today is Grant Fierro. How you doing, Grant? Good. Chill. Nice to be here. Hell yeah, Rubes. Do you want to uh, get us started off with any questions for the for the bros? Yeah. Um... First and foremost, where are you guys at right now, and how are you holding up in your respective areas? Start with you, Drew. Uh, okay, I appreciate it. Um, I just wanted to, when you say where we're at, does that mean the city or where we at as far as the quarantine? I mean, I mean both. Where are you at city-wise, and how are you holding up in your respective cities? Okay. I'm in uh I'm in San Diego, California. Um it's a little less sunny with the quarantine, uh since everybody's stuck in their quarters. Uh so I'm starting to feel the, the, the clouds the, the 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 corona clouds coming in and taking away all the fun unfortunately. Um I'm holding up a you know, it's business as usual for me. Uh I'm not affected by it as far as uh work wise. Um but this thing is affecting everybody in some capacity, so I'm fortunate to still have a uh, an occupation. Um, but uh, like I said, it's just uh, it's affecting everybody. Either if you're just trying to get food, you're just trying to get 
uh, utilities, you know, everyday necessities, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's still it's still uh, every uh, it's still business as usual for me. That's good. Right on, man. Glad to hear that. How about you, Grant? I'm in Los Angeles, um, and I don't know. I mean, kind of like what Drew said, you definitely see plenty of things are different. There's no traffic at any hour, which is not normal in LA, obviously. Um, but it's crazy. Effect on me, dude. It's so weird. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, it's been an interesting time because I finished uh, college as this kind of all began, getting really serious here. So, um, I mean, it's definitely had an effect, but at the same time, like, there were so many things changing in my life at the same time, regardless of this happening, that everything just kind of feels a little all over the place, but I'm good. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. healthy and all, all safe. That's good, as, as long as everybody's staying safe. And uh, I should should have started with this, but you guys run a podcast called Skate Filet. And uh, how has this uh, interrupted your uh, podcasting endeavors at all? You mind if I start that, Grant? Go for it, Drew. You got it. You know, before I answer that question, I'm really sad that you missed the opportunity of saying, you know, it's funny. I just finished college, but everywhere in the world, nobody's hiring anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one made you laugh. I yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah man me and grant run a podcast called skate Boy. uh i don't know how how frequent you guys listen to it um but it's a it's a it's a skateboarding based podcast it's about the community and the news and we haven't made an episode for roughly about a month now there was a lot of moving parts it wasn't just what was happening with the coronavirus but i mean all respects to um, any any production, either being the Jimmy Fallon show, being the uh, uh, Kimmel show, being uh, other podcasts, this has affected. Uh, th- this has slowed down just because, although we are remote podcasts, uh-huh. it's um, it's affected us just individually. Such as, well, Grant was finishing up school. My father was going through surgery, so it's not necessarily directly affected, but it it has. It has had a damper on, on, on the production of the podcast. Oh, well, I mean, it's had, it's definitely taken a toll on, on a lot of things. Um, so I, I believe in that, even if it is like remotely, but, uh, Drew, you do, uh, you also do another podcast that is not done remotely called, uh, the random gold podcast. Uh, are you still recording those, uh, live and in person correct yeah yeah i am i am that uh it's kind of funny that and i appreciate you mentioning the random gold um the uh that podcast is not done remotely like you said so you would think the one that's done in person would be you know have 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 the positive (laughs) but if anything i've been still rolling that boulder down the hill faster than ever so uh, (laughs) i think uh uh creatively uh that's more of a creative choice because I'm having I'm having more fun doing the random gold because it's not I hate to say it, it's not to knock skateboard but it's not a limited conversation podcast and yeah. so with uh with 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 what was going on like I said with my father's surgery 
and scheduling, it works better for me to do the random goal with Marquise rather than uh, my schedule, what was going on with Grant and also Reef, uh, who, who we failed to mention that was one of, is one of our co-hosts on Skate Play. Yeah. Yeah. Shout so, out Reef. So no, no, I'm risking my, my well-being more with random gold and I'm still Ooh. doing it. Dedication, man. How, Grant, how have you been, uh, like handling quarantine? Are you still like skating or are you like, uh, cooped up at home? Uh, uh how, how are you going into this? Yeah, it, it was so interesting for me because I, I mentioned to you guys before, but my knee was bugging me a little bit. So I wasn't skating for, I needed to chill for a little bit on skating regardless of all this. Um, so that for the first like week or so, this made it easier for me to be inside because my knee hurt anyway. And then last week, my knee, the knee pain gone away. So I, I wanted to get out and skate a couple times. Mm-hmm. And I did. I skated just by myself and then, uh, in a small group. So, uh, I would like to think I did it responsibly, but I definitely wasn't out skating like every day. Um, I think it's important to take this at least somewhat serious. Um, stay away from people. So, so I did skate a couple times, um, but yeah, definitely not as much as normal. So where you were you like... skating mostly? Um, one day I skated by myself. I just like pushed around my neighborhood and then found the school, hopped the fence, cruised around the schoolyard by myself, and then cool. uh, I had a session down in Long Beach, and it was just like skated some curbs that were in an empty parking lot, um, and then in a school too. So. All like pretty non-populated areas. <laughs> Speaking of Long Beach, since it just came up, I saw. Um, I think you posted it, Drew. Like in somewhere in Long Beach, they like filled the skate park with mulch so that skateboarders wouldn't yeah. skate. That that's crazy. What do you guys think about them doing that? Because like skaters are gonna skate, you know. I'll let you take yeah. that one, Grant. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's actually, yeah, El Dorado Park down along the, they filled it up, um, and I believe actually skating did move the mulch and skated, and then the city put more in, I heard. Um, <laughs> obviously, I mean, if you do anything to prevent skaters from skating, they're probably gonna retaliate, which they did. Uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know, I mean, dirt's an interesting way, I guess it kind of works good, but at the same time, you can still move it, so. Yeah, exactly. All it takes is just a giant push room and a blower to get that out of the way. It's not that effective. Or it's like, I think yeah. like it's just making it better for somebody. If, if you like ride BMX or anything like that, you're probably having a field day. You're like, damn, there's more dirt in the park now. I can hit these jumps a little easier. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting they did that. The uh, Cherry Park down along the beach is, like, fenced off, and that one's more, like, um, near a park and not far from downtown Long Beach, so I think it's probably a little easier for um, cops to, like, roll through if they needed to. But that one just has, like, a, a kind of a big uh, – I don't think it's super tall, but it's kind of one of those flimsy fences and just a little more accessible for, like, cops and stuff, so it's probably easier to keep people out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the dirt was an interesting choice. <laughs> Uh, do you yeah, think- Grant, Grant's actually the one that informed me about the dirt. And oh, happened okay. To run a, uh, on my friend, uh, my friend Preston's story, and then that's how I was able to find it. I was like, oh, this is here. Here's the proof behind the pudding. With the uh, and Grant also told me that that's 
not just it's not just like LA County. He told me all the skate parks are closed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean even I live in Oregon and all they shut down the skate parks here too. Giving out tickets mm-hmm. I I heard. But then you can still go skate a parking lot or whatever and the cops don't care. And so it's like are you just encouraging skateboarders to go hop fences and like street skate cuz that's kind of <laughs> I mean obviously you want them they want us to stay at home but um that's it's kind of hard to do with skateboarders. Yeah, I think with the skate park, I think it's more of a, a that's more of a focused collective place where mm-hmm. if you're because you know that that's more like a that type of setting in the skate park, you you're rolling out the red carpet saying, "Well, come one, come all." Now, you know, I imagine I don't know what technologies are around as far as cops looking because I know some schools have security cameras that can see you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're necessarily encouraging you to uh to uh to to go into schoolyards. But like you said, skateboarders are gonna want to skate skate regardless. But I I I do find it a little troubling as far as the the like Grant brought up a good point too. This is mm-hmm. if there's ever been a good if there's ever been a time to go and get footy is when school's been shut down yeah. at this time. You know what I mean? You uh-huh. you don't have to necessarily wait for the Necessarily wait for summer break. Yeah. However, the other side of that is like, you skaters are skaters uh, at least. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's professional or not. Skateboarders are always traveling in groups, and I think that that's uh, mm-hmm. in times like these. Now, granted, I I I know I'm a hypocrite because I'm I'm over here doing a podcast with two other people in close proximity. But <laughs> they, they don't they don't want you. You know, I I don't think it's wise, Grant. I just gave my disclaimer. I don't think it's wise to be doing that mm-hmm. because of the because of the nature of you know wanting to be six feet away. I mean, but granted, uh, there's also that other perspective is like, well, other than giving me daps and nucks and then checking footy. When it when is when am I like all up in Nick Shields Kool Aid where I'm like I'm riding his dick you know what I mean <laughs> where, you know where I'm within six feet of him you know what I mean yeah I mean uh, yeah yeah we we've talked about that too is like is like if you're out with your homies and you get a clip and you, everybody wants to celebrate and you're getting hugs and shit it's like no nope, uh, elbows uh, I guess you know like don't don't come over here but I'm really hyped on that clip, you know, makes it kind of kind of <laughs> awkward. <laughs> no, it's funny that, yeah, I kind of experienced that uh, the other day when I was talking about one of the sessions, uh, one of my friends filmed the trick, and, um, yeah, there was no, no high fives or handshakes or hugs. Just <laughs> it was just so sad. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, it was weird, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah, I mean, even if you go out with your friends or you're like passing your phone back and forth to get clips and stuff, like you're not really uh, taking like I don't know, you got to take like extra ordinary precautions. But I guess if you're taking it more seriously and you're just going out with like you and a filmer or something, maybe like that's the correct way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, it might be filming long lens. I was just gonna say. <laughs> Strobeck is thriving right now. Oh man! Yeah, Some yeah. Of people are gonna have to pay him fifty cents for all the angles that are gonna get used right now. <laughs> all the zoom. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool to see some. Go ahead, Grant. 
I was just gonna say I think it's cool to see some companies like promoting people uh like trying to skate at home or in the driveway or something. Like I know Crooked posted the thing and it's like uh get it straight, stay at home and they're just trying to get people to like post videos skating in their driveway or their backyard or wherever they can without mm-hmm. with without leaving, which is kind of a cool yeah. way to um yeah. get people still to still have fun and create something but uh stay away from people. Isn't it funny now we have the East Coast, we got the East Coast syndrome where, uh, you know, a lot of the guys wear snows and shit. They're always skating in their garage when, you know, they're all snowed in. <laughs> and, and now, now finally California's getting hit. Uh, you know, I thought it was rad. Just, uh, I, I, I mean, I saw Street League, uh, really gave, uh, gave homie props when he did that nose grind with the flat bar moving when he's sitting on the couch. Oh, yeah. That I was pretty cool. That. Yeah, he just like I, I don't know. Sitting on the, yeah, I don't know either. But he's just sitting on the couch, and a flat bar rolls by on two skateboards, and then his feet are on a board, and he like ollies and crooked grinds while he's still sitting on the couch, and the rail just rolls by. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, rad. It's funny. <laughs> um, I, Grant, yeah. go ahead. Uh, yeah, you mentioned about the companies, and like uh, I was gonna ask what you guys thought about like Nike. I don't know if you noticed, like, all of the Nike riders posted, like, the same um, thing of, like, them, a clip of them at home, and then, uh, and then, like, a Nike message of, like, stay at home or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. did you you guys notice that? What do you think about that? I saw that. Uh, I mean, I think it was, I thought it was cool because, like I said, even related to the cricket thing, just... I think it is important to try to get people to stay home, um, you know, for the most part. I know Mm -hmm. for especially skateboarders, that's a pretty tough thing to do. Um, Yeah. So I I back like any brand that's trying to push that a little bit because I think it's a a cool thing to promote as far as the Nike thing. Sometimes stuff like that, I don't know, can look a little forced. Like they all posted the same thing. Like obviously they were asked to do it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's like kind of a marketing cool thing. That, yeah, true. Um, but I thought there was a few cool things that came out of it. Like some of the dudes put more effort than others. Like that dude, um, Giorgi Armani, who's on Nike and skate metal. And he put like a piece of wood up on a wall, like against a rack and like step on grinded down this like really gnarly <laughs> piece of wood that he waxed in his house. I don't know. Like he made this whole gnarly setup. Um, oh yeah, I saw so that. It, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so there were some cool ones. Like I thought it was cool to see some some uh, some of those dudes try to make something kind of mm-hmm. entertaining out of it. Yeah, but, I uh, I'm personally like um, not the biggest uh, Nike fan, uh, and I'll admit that. Yeah. But I I do like <laughs> have some like respect for them using their their reach and their audience to actually like put out something like that's really important um i thought that was, mm-hmm. that was cool even if it is like a bit forced and a bit of marketing is is also like important because they influence a lot of kids yeah and and yeah, people in general not just kids but like anybody who yeah. follows those people yeah it's funny too for the people uh like someone, like I think Mike Anderson posted. He posted a clip. He has like a backyard park. He posted like 
I think saying something along the lines of like he felt a little bit guilty, like he has this whole skate park in his backyard, he can still skate. So like him staying at home is not bad. Um, oh, but I thought it was cool that he at least like made a point of like, sorry, I'm not trying to like show off that I have this park, but you know, I mean, he is a, if we had a skate park in the backyard, I'm sure we'd be skating it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. Drew, have you uh, skated at all since all of this started? I haven't done much skateboarding in a while. Uh, you know what's funny? I was just looking at these these old flabby legs of mine now. I'm really <laughs> sad that they're not a. Uh, you, you know when you don't skate for a while and you, you your body knows how to kickflip. You're like your feet know how to kickflip, but the muscle isn't there. You're like uh, you just get frustrated, and that that that's where I'm at uh, when mm-hmm. I haven't. I think the last time I touched the board was I'd say it was probably uh, two 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 months ago. I'd say. Damn. Did you do a tray flip first try? No, man, no, you're funny. As much as I love the three flip, that thing, that that trick, it's a shinner. It's a shinner for sure if you haven't done it in a while. And uh-huh. and so I'm not as confident, but a kick flip, I'm, I'm I'm more I'm more comfortable with at this at this time. But yeah. if I do do one, I'll I'll tag you in it. <laughs> yeah, please do, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you? Um, I'll tag the tag the mag too in Ruben. Yeah, she'll be I'm tag. not gonna tag. I'm not gonna tag Grant though. No. Tag. <laughs> <laughs> well, tag us and then we'll repost right. it and tag Grant. It'll... <laughs> oh. <laughs> the fuckery. Um, that's funny, man. But uh, so that last time you went and skated, do you go out with like? to a skate park or with a crew or were you, did you step on a board like for a few minutes? What was the yeah, situation? Yeah, talking to me? Yeah. Oh, I know uh, this, no, this I was scenario. Trying to, I, was, I was trying to, no, I was trying to impress a little a Taiwanese chick so I was showing her what I could do. Oh. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and then you... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you can it's, it's, it's so funny when... You didn't show her the so, three clips? <laughs> I showed her some. I showed her a different flip. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's flip? I, sh- I showed her a big flip. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Never seen you yeah. doing those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's documented. I, I can do them. I've done them. You didn't tag it yeah, uh, yeah, I'll tell you. I actually, Mike, Mike Peck filmed one of me back in 2009 in a line. Jesus, I had like, I had like, yeah, the craziest mop ever. It was in a, it was an underground parking garage. Uh, it, it's been done. But that was a, that was the last time. That was the last time I went skating. I think prior to that, uh, I, I was filming, no, I filmed Grant. I filmed Grant and, and Tyler Lawler at a, yeah. And um, it uh, what what I call him Tyler? Oh Jesus Christ, Tanner, Tanner at a at Pooh's Park. Ooh. That was the last like group session. And how long ago was that, Grant? Like uh, that was in eight. August. Cool, hell yeah. Dang. So, <laughs> so you uh, so if you're not skating as often as you used to, how do you stay connected to skateboarding? Is that like still something that's like? always a part of your day-to-day or like in the back of your mind or have you just kind of like yeah. taken steps back from that 
Absolutely. I've, de- I've definitely taken a step back from it. And I think it's my, my oversaturation of skateboarding. Uh, um, and you were, you were there. You were there. Uh, yeah. I've, you were, you were in a few Let's Go Skates and I, yeah, uh, I was really days. focused in, yeah, Drew's days, the, the, the heyday of it from 2011 or 12 to 2017. It was a, it was, pretty focused on skateboarding after a podcast and the LGS sessions and my, my gossip rants, what do you call TNZ <laughs> of skateboarding, what, what have you. Um, I, it's funny. It's, it's, it's now, it's now like normal now, but back when I was doing it, uh, I don't know where I was going with that conversation, but I, the, the point <laughs> was that I was eat, breathing and sleeping skateboarding and I'm like, get away from me. I don't need a, it's 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 more like anxiety now. I get like a little overwhelmed, <laughs> and I think part. I think it's just the natural of the. As I say, I've said the word a few times now. The oversaturation of. Uh, it's all on Instagram. There, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of new kids that I don't know. I don't know half the guy that Grant names now. I'm like, who's that? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, so I'm, it's a little overwhelming, but I still follow my my favorite core skateboarders. Of course, that's how I that's how I consume. Uh, my media and it's mainly through Instagram. Sometimes I'll look at a, a, a Thrasher thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I recently heard the, the sad news of, of Jeff Grosso passing away. Uh, yeah. Um, do you, do you, I, I had to change the dynamic of the interview real quick <laughs> or, or, or the topic, uh-huh. but Grant, is, is it confirmed he died from coronavirus? No, I, no one has, I haven't seen anything about the cause of his death, but. No, I, the other day with the kid, and I heard he was with Tommy Guerrero like a couple hours before. So, I yeah, think, I heard. I don't know. What I heard it was, that there was an accident, but I, I, I heard there was yeah, some was sort me. of accident. I don't know if it was a car accident or what, or or what. I don't, that's not even like a credible source, but maybe that might be what happened. Yeah, I think because yeah, I, I heard yeah. he was on. I heard he was on the Yahoo homepage, and they're saying it was coronavirus. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, I don't. I would doubt it. I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like somebody like that, you know, Grasso would have maybe like mentioned it, like on mm. social media or something. And it, he did. He was posting like you know hours before they announced it, uh, that he had passed away. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he seemed fairly healthy looking to me, but. I'm no, I'm no doctor, but I mean, it's easy yeah. to assume that in these times, though, which, which that would be, I mean, it's, okay. it's it was terrible. On Yahoo, already, but. It, it was on Yahoo, but it says no cause of death has been determined. So um, I don't know where. But, yeah. um, I would just say based on Instagram and stuff, it, I would imagine it being some sort of like freak accident, you know, out of nowhere yeah. type of thing. Mm. Did you, are you, do you, are you guys fans of, uh, his love letters to skateboarding? I'm a fan yeah, of him yeah. as a personality. Uh, yeah, I, he I is a personality. I, 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 yeah, I, I wasn't really a, a love letters guy. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, I think it's just the format of the show, but him as an individual, beautiful. I thought I was the only one that saw skateboarding as a little kid's toy. When Tony Hawk posted that clip in his tribute of him, I was like, there's a motherfucker right there. That's, that guy right there speaks from the heart, and he does not care what other people think. That's rare in skateboarding. I was kind of thrown off with Andrew Reynolds, uh, um, uh, what he said about Grosso. He's like, uh, I don't want to misquote him, but he said, 
that's a guy right there that lays down the law. You need somebody like that. And that, mm-hmm. that, that gave me like a interesting, sh- like a paradigm shift. I was like, well, us as skateboarders, we, we hate laws. <laughs> but when he spoke, <laughs> you're like, you know what? I, I'm willing to be defiant in my own beliefs to hear you speak. And yeah. in that perspective, I fuck with it. What? Yeah. How about you, Grant? You, what are your thoughts? Where you keep up um, with? I mean, yeah, I mean, just with his passing, of course, it's, it's really sad, especially because his last post on Instagram is him and his kid, like, dancing, being funny in their living room, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really sad. But as far as, like, love letters and stuff, I'm not someone who's seen every episode, but I've definitely seen, like, a decent amount of them. They're entertaining. And as far as, like, laying down the law, just hearing him talk about the way certain tricks should be done and what tricks should or shouldn't be done, in his opinion. Um, I think is really entertaining and uh, it's it's definitely just an interesting thing because like Drew said to skateboarders like why would they want to follow a law or a rule but um, it is cool I think to have people that are so opinionated like that and that are willing to share them so it's definitely really sad um, and he was a big voice in skateboarding mm-hmm. um, I think even like the Nine Club today posted a clip of when he was on there and he was talking about like someone who skateboards versus someone who's a skateboarder and like yeah. how he thinks those are two different things. Um, and I think just all his thoughts and the way he spoke about those things are interesting. Um, yeah. And like Drew said, you don't get a ton of like very outspoken people in skateboarding um, with certain topics, I think. And he was one of them. So for very, for many reasons, very sad. Yeah. How about you, Ruben? Any influence? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was a big fan of Love Letters. I would like to say fairly certain I've seen pretty much every episode that he's ever put out because I had to go back and watch a lot of the earlier seasons and catch up. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, just as far as the influence goes with naming tricks properly, one episode I recall is – uh, when he's uh, going over the distinction between a frontside 5.0 and a frontside grind in transition, like there's like that's the reason why I say frontside grind now because I was always like I didn't know any better. I mean I'm a street skater at heart and that's what I grew up doing. So skating transition was always a little bit foreign and difficult for me to do. But yeah, I mean I didn't realize that there was you know technical differences for the way that you would call a trick that's done in street and then how it's performed on transition and i just loved his his rants dude like not only with that but also like encouraging people to like whenever they would do an indie or a tuck knee like you gotta bend your fucking knee you gotta tuck it like he just encouraged so many Mm -hmm. skaters to have style and to do tricks properly but it also came with a lot of love as well you know which some again it's like you know we needed a lot of people like that. And the fact that he was able to go through skateboarding's history and be a part of so many different generations of skateboarding is, is, you know, incredible. Not a lot of people have been able to keep up with the times in that respect. And yeah, we definitely lost a, a giant as far as that's concerned. And yeah, it's, 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 it's sad. It's very sad, man. What about you, Nick? Any, any influence? Oh, uh, I, yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, like a personality in skateboarding, um, there's not too many of them nowadays. He was definitely 
a, a loud one and uh he uh like Ruben said yeah he was kind of like the textbook on like how tricks should be done and I kind of hold him up to the same standard as like Jake Phelps is just like you know one of those dudes who like watches over skateboarding and like calls it how it is and t- like decides like what's cool kind of um so yeah definitely I mean I can't say that I like followed his whole career or anything but um I did think like you know he's he was uh unapologetic and uh and yeah just like a big influence on on a lot of people so Definitely. Yeah. I, um, I like, I like that, I like that comparison, or not, uh, not really comparison, but a, uh, uh, what, what's another word for comparison? Cause I don't want to say we're comparing them to Jake. <laughs> Would you just say yeah, relational? Just like, yeah, analogy. Analogy. Yeah. analogy or yeah. Analogy. I, I put them up there also with, uh, with Retta and Sinclair. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. As far as being outspoken. Outspoken and, and yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So, uh, let's, uh, let's try to lighten the mood a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, sorry for that shift. I know no, I, it's I all kinda, good. I took over a little bit. You know, we are filming this the day after we found out about the passing, so, uh, yeah. it was current, current events and it's, it's an important part of skateboarding culture. And we've, yeah, yeah we it's crazy the things that, and the people that we've lost in just the last like year or two, but uh, you know, yeah, gotta pay your respect to one of skateboarding's greatest gatekeepers for sure. Yeah, skateboarders, you know, they gotta stick together and look out for each other and and uh, check in on their on their friends and you know because you you never know when's like the last time you're gonna talk to them. And that's what we always encourage here at Shieldless Magazine kind of what this podcast is about is just checking in on people and see like how they're doing um is can be, uh, yeah. really real important um, very important i think that's definitely like i mean you just mentioned in skateboarding alone how many people in the past two years or so have passed away for a variety of reasons um but i think it's definitely a big takeaway for a ton of people but for me for sure throughout all those is like just it's just crazy like you don't know the last time you might speak to someone or whatever just how mm-hmm. important it is to tell you know tell people that you love them or care about them or just say what's up oh yeah like that well especially in these times of of quarantine and whatnot um seems like it's people have to be social distance but they're also like it's weirdly bringing people together with like all these Instagram like skate challenges. Have you guys uh, seen those floating around, participated at all? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, have you started any Grant? No, I didn't start any. I was tagged in, I'm trying to think, maybe just one or two. Um, Yeah. And I participated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone wanted a tray flip, but this was also like my knee was bugging me, so uh, I, I had a, I was like looking through my camera roll and found a tray flip, but I didn't go outside and do one, so it was kind of fake. The other one was like, there's one going around of people wanting like an old clip, like 
I think it was just like a throwback clip or something like that. So that one, I wasn't cheating because everyone was digging through the archives. So uh, did those, but there's just definitely some funny ones, um, some cool stuff to see. It's rad to see, like you said, that something that distances people but can also bring them together. So pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skateboarders have that way of kind of like finding something to like r- relate to everybody. I don't know. It's it's interesting, but but that's cool. Yeah. I mean, what it it's it's a crazy day and age for all this to to happen with like the technology that we have nowadays, and like yeah. the the barracks is doing like FaceTime games of skate and stuff have you guys <laughs> watched any of those <laughs> <laughs> no that is awesome That was one I had already knew the 
the impact of how bad the slam was, but I had never saw, I'd never seen the footage surface. And I was really glad because I was like, yeah, I don't need to know. Like, I don't, I really don't want to see it either. And then, uh, yeah, Grant, I, I totally feel you. Uh, if you don't plan on watching it, you're, you're better off, man. Some things are just better left than seeing that one was probably one of the most <laughs> horrific slams I've ever seen. Uh, so yeah, man, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I applaud you yeah. for not, not taking the bait on that one. <laughs> yeah, I want I, I want to meet the skateboarder that like just gets the like the hardest dick on seeing people eat shit like that. And I would like to I like to interview them and say what help me understand the psychology of seeing somebody just die. <laughs> well, what, what I was gonna say is I think part of it is like I'm not comparing any flame I've ever taken to Gabbers trying like the gnarliest gap for real ever, but like when you really slam and like you know how uncomfortable that is uh, if you've experienced that i don't know how you can find any enjoyment <laughs> watching someone else do it because like if i see someone slam i just think of like that feeling <laughs> yeah yeah next time you go to do uh, any trick that's similar you kind of have that in the in the back of your head of what yeah. can yeah. possibly go wrong yeah uh, exactly i still haven't seen the video and I don't plan on watching it on purpose, so hopefully it doesn't pop up in my feed. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I've somehow dodged it thus far. Have you guys why do you think? Why? No, go ahead, Grant. Go ahead. I, no, I love how vocal you are. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, keep it up. I'm <laughs> Sometimes on Jenkins' stories, they'll do a thing called Lander Slam, which is kind of funny. Um, they'll like play a clip. And then, like, right the second before the person's going to land or get on the rail or whatever they're skating, uh, they pause it, and then it's, like, a screenshot of that, and then you would, like, vote land or slam. So I've seen some slams from those, so they're usually not, like, the absolute worst, but it's kind of a funny way to do it. That'd be funny with, uh, uh, like, old magazine covers, like, because you hear about all <laughs> these magazine covers of, like, tricks that didn't actually get landed. I want to know, like, yeah. which ones, like, the guy did not go back for. Yeah. Dude, you can, if you, uh, depending on how much time you have during this quarantine, there's a slap thread about <laughs> photos that weren't actually made. <laughs> and I don't know if every statement on there is accurate, but. I got some dirt on one that actually, I'm pretty sure I know for a fact that wasn't done. Let us in, dude. Ooh. What is it? Yeah, it's well, not to throw uh, David Reyes under the bus, but uh, and also not. To Ooh, him. name drop. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Also, He's not totally to, listening not... right now. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry dude. <Yeah. laughs> um, and then also not to self-promote too much, but uh, that spot that I went to that I filmed my last clip for the new FTV video, and then I did the hard football right on. Uh, David Reyes has a mm-hmm. cover for Thrasher doing a kick football right on it backside, and all of the locals that I was skating there with confirmed that that it wasn't a make and that he never went back to do it. <laughs> and so you just made yeah. a hard flip already. Just took him out. You're yeah, well, like I didn't it. know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. A, he never landed it, and B, I mean, I, you know, that cover was is pretty old. I want to say it was like. 
it may have even been like 08 or 09. So it was a while back, you know, and I had kind of well, I forgot yeah. that, it, that it was out. But yeah, I, you know, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to take this dude out. I just, yeah, ended up, <laughs> try, ended up trying my luck. But yeah, they had told me that after and I was like, no shit, dude. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That is malicious. I mean, I, I, maybe it was that slap thing. I don't know why I've heard this, but definitely there's stories of dudes that like, they maybe like stuck it that day and planned on going back and then the photo gets ran and then they never actually do it. <laughs> pretty crazy. But it's yeah. maybe for a cover because like people are going to be waiting for that footage. So like, people are, someone's going to notice if it never comes out. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Drew, I, w- I wanted to bring up this uh, story uh, about when we-, we went to L.A. to refilm the intro to Pretty Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it didn't quite – well, Grant, you haven't heard about this? Uh, no, I'm just laughing because I think that shit is funny. <laughs> no, we have, uh, <laughs> it didn't quite work out as, as we planned, but, uh, right. You had it. Yeah. What, what was your idea behind that whole, um, that whole video that, I mean, we had a pretty big crew. It was like a, it was like a big mission right. to try and, try and pull that did off. You, did you, did you, did you, you, you came with us the second, did you come with me both times? No, I think I was just there the first time. Okay, so the first time we failed, and <laughs> it was uh, it, it, it was such a heartbreak, such a heartbreaking experience because the the number one thing I remember about that trip is it not it not working. The number one problem I had was getting my car up that fucking hill because my, my car <laughs> was a piece of shit Civic and it was going two miles per hour up that hill. It was, it was going full of homies. Oh man! No, I think I think I I think it was just me and the skinniest guy I could think of. I, I, God bless was Keaton because that guy is a tank. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my my ambitions were very big uh, in, in remaking that spoof. Um, and uh, what what was the biggest problem I had? I don't. I think it might have been just the drone in general and like navigating it through the the air in the school but that's so, right so yeah. the problem the, the first i think the first time i had a problem was that it almost got hit by a bus <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's and a fairly big problem I, I yeah i tried to film the drone from far away distance with the goggles so i can, can so i can kind of i don't know how people do it with the goggles uh, yeah. using a radio wave that's just annoying like you get disorientated where I'm like I'm feeling it's like if you were playing Oculus Rift like I know my body's here but I'm controlling the helicopter coming straight at me so right is left and left is right back is back is forward and forward is back oh, and yeah. it, it was just it was just a mess and then I'm the the person I don't know who was that you that was Talk, telling me to which direction to go from the street. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but yeah, you had. Oh, they kept the, like, they kept saying go forward. Go forward. <laughs> and I lost control of it. And he's like, you're about to. He, he said, you're about to hit a bus. <laughs> he said, you're about to hit a bus. <laughs> I said, well, great. And then I freaked out because I'm on the top of a roof, 
So that mm-hmm. it was just shambles in the in the beginning. I, I felt so defeated that <laughs> I wanted to. I, I I it was three cars deep to drive to L.A. to get this kit, and I failed. Mm-hmm. So you best believe the second time I did a I did it right. But uh, I'm I'm sad. Uh, I'm sad you didn't make it on the second on the second trip up because uh, I don't know if you're aware, but we did film that skit. Oh, it's sick. I I think I did see yeah. it back in the day. I mean, this is a few years ago now. But yeah, I just remember how many years like, ago. Yeah, the uh, it was like quite the production because you had this drone with like the VR goggles where you're seeing through the camera on the drone and were like mm-hmm. you had a I mean yeah you ended up doing it it was a great like spoof on on the whole intro but I was I oh, that yeah. that is something like even though we we didn't pull it off that day like I will I'll always remember like that mission of trying to get that done because that was pretty epic <laughs> that was a hard that was a hard mission and I was I was a little overwhelmed with uh with, with you know telling telling people in their cues when to go mm-hmm. um it's it, I, i'm i'm happy i'm happy with what what it came out but it's not it's not really what i envisioned but you know you have to take your pros and cons with it but yeah i was very i was very ambitious back yeah. then well yeah. i mean I, you, you know you know you know why i don't do skateboard stuff anymore is because of that fucking project that beat me up <laughs> you were like Damn, I can't beat. Like, I can't beat Ty Evans. Like, why? <laughs> I can't beat. I can't beat Ty. <laughs> yeah, and we were doing it like totally DIY, like just barging it, like hopping the fence in the field, like just it was pretty, pretty sick though. And man, I mean, yeah. Thank, thank, thank you for, for bringing respect, that up. That, that's good. That's good memories. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Um, do you guys, what do you guys think, uh, like the effect of this whole virus and quarantine and, and everything, what do you think, uh, the long-term effect of this is going to have like on the skateboard industry as a whole? Have you uh, given that any thought? Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot, um, just in terms of for brands right now. So obviously it's tough. I've been thinking about skate shops a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, those shops now are maybe you can go pick something up, um, or maybe they let one person in at a time, or you just gotta, you know, order online, mm-hmm. um, which is a bummer, obviously, because I mean, of course, people. I'm sure they're still selling some stuff, but we we're just talking about, you know, people probably aren't skating as much, or some people aren't skating, so there's. Not everyone needs things or needs them as often. Um, so I'm sure they're kind of hurting um, a lot of them, which is definitely a bummer because I, and obviously everyone knows how important skate shops are to skateboarding. Um, and I feel the same way that they're very, very important. So that's a bummer. Um, I just hope that every shop and brand can get through it and then hopefully rebound. Um, afterwards but it's it's a weird thing because who knows like when it's going to end you know it's not like we know this is a one month thing or anything it could you know we no one knows yeah uh, uh, if i can uh, i'll share a little bit of my thoughts uh yeah skateboard, skateboard is already struggling as it was prior to the coronavirus 
you know, these smaller brands, I can only imagine the impact that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have to be hurting where they, they may or may not have to default. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that from, from, from their perspective. Um, yeah. Cause, think- uh, as, as much, as much as, you know, I've been saying like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm oversaturated skateboarding. I'm forever a skateboarder. And mm-hmm. so, however, skateboarding isn't a necessity right now. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. people are losing their job, people, a lot of people lost their jobs or they're laid off or they're on temporary mm-hmm. leave or they're, or if you're lucky, you're working from home or mm-hmm. you have an essential job where you can be out. Yeah. Uh, I think people are really conserve, uh, concerned about the market and they're mm-hmm. saving their, uh, I, on the conservative side, I could see why it's more appealing for you to save your money rather than going out. You're not buying boards because it's not a necessity. Now, I, I, that's kind of generally, I, I don't like making general terms like that because that might not be the case, but mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't, I don't necessarily think skate shops are, skate shops aren't, aren't open, right? Uh, a lot of them are, are doing like a sort of like curbside pickup thing where you like call ahead and mm. tell them what you need. Um, as far as from what okay. I've seen on Instagram or like Grant said, like gotcha. only, only letting in like one or two people at a time. Um, yeah. Ooh. I see. But it is yeah. a, 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 a non-essential. That's, a, that's, that's a, yeah, but it's also a non, non-essential necessity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you don't have money coming in, you're not, I, I would, I say this with respect to skateboarding, but I would hope that they're not just blowing their money on skateboards. Yeah. Yeah. If you're truly struggling financially, you probably. Right. Exactly. You can try and support local shops in other ways, like sharing. uh, Right. Like what they have on Instagram and like going through and like, you Mm -hmm. know, letting your friends know if they need anything or whatever. But um, yeah, do you think. Do you think we'll see um, not just shops, but do you think we'll see like a lot of brands like uh, that won't be able to bounce back from this? I would imagine. I would. Ima- I mean, again, it kind of depends on the length. But um, depending on that, I would imagine like some smaller brands are. They might be in some trouble. There might be some that. Um, maybe. Hope. I mean, hopefully, they don't have to go to business. But maybe that, or maybe they have to cut some dudes off the team, you know, like, you know, anything like that. I'm not going to be too shocked if it happens. Of course, I don't want it to, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a tough time. And like you guys said, I know it's not a necessity, and a lot of people are having hard times financially, but for, I don't know, anyone that maybe still has the same job and are working from home or something, and it's there, like, $15 to buy a shop T-shirt or something, like, I think stuff like that can go a long way. Yeah, Ruben, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, nope. I mean, no, 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 no. Um, no, I mean, pretty much just everything you guys were discussing earlier. I mean, yeah, there's definitely, you know, obviously right now you have to prioritize things that are going to be a necessity and not for everybody. The top list of that priority is going to be a new set of trucks or a deck or, you know, anything of that nature like you're just trying to figure out how to you know evaluate 
how much money you are going to have, especially if you are taking leave of absence from your occupation or you're, you know, not able to have the same flow of finances that you're typically used to. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to prioritize that right now, but I think the best thing that you can do is just like stay informed and try to be supportive in other ways, share your local shop and, you know, their stock with other people that you know are looking for goods and, you know, just be on the lookout and stay up to date with it if you can't support yourself. Yeah. One thing uh, I wanted to shout out real quick is that Uh what's cool was uh, Steve Walker, he sells, he does a bunch of art, sells his paintings and stuff like that. And he mm-hmm. was doing some that were, uh, like, I think it was his painting or print of it for 50 bucks. And he was giving all $50 to a shop of the person's choice. Like whoever purchases it, all $50 goes to whatever shop they want. So seeing people do stuff like that's really rad. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. And I saw, um, yeah, other companies like doing portions of their proceeds. Like if you buy something from their website, and you type in like your local skate shop's name in the in at checkout you can they'll donate like a portion of the proceeds to that shop or whatever which mm-hmm. is cool mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah especially for like the distributors i think it was Tom Yetto or or somebody um like that who was doing it where it's like that's cool because if somebody's going straight to the distributor to buy something at least you know some shop somewhere is maybe getting a little something out of it Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is rad. Well, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got to start wrapping it up here. But I just want to say thanks, thanks for coming on our show. That we just kind of started out of nowhere. You guys definitely <laughs> had a an influence on me when I'm wanting to do this. So I'm glad we got to talk a little bit. No, sure. thank you, Nick. That yeah. is. I'm honored. I was honored that you asked me personally. I I see why you asked Grant because Grant, you know, everyone wants a piece of him. But me, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking honored. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thank you, Nick and Ruben. I'm, I'm hyped that this worked out. It's always fun chatting. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, before we before we wrap up, too, I just wanted to ask uh, two more questions for Grant and Drew. Um, so, in the meantime, are there any other new activities or hobbies that you guys have been trying to aspire to learn in this time? And then also, like, just, like, kind of final advice or any words of wisdom for those that are looking for a way to get through this time as well, if you had anything to offer in that aspect? Let's start with the hobbies question. Hobbies? Um, yeah. Anything you're trying to get done? <laughs> I uh I painted with some watercolors the other day. It was kind of fun. <laughs> it, was right. <laughs> um, it was fun though. Uh, other than that, I mean I've done this before. It's not something totally new, but just kind of to kill some time and still feel productive, I was uh downloading like I would whatever skaters Instagram and just download a bunch of Instagram posts and edit them together. Uh, that's really cool. Just cause yeah, so I did did a few of those, which was fun. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good idea for people out there. Yeah, it's something easy to do, and you know, whatever you can put to a song or don't, and you know, organize the post the way you want, whatever. Get a little creative with it, but this is kind of a fun thing. So I did a few of those. Probably keep doing that because, like I said, it's fun and 
kind of cool to see when you're down. So that's something yeah. I've been hyped on doing recently. And Thrasher always posts like those rough cut videos. You could try and download one of those and like chop it up and create yeah, a whole new part with like your own music and stuff. Yeah, for sure. You could do that. I've done in the past, not in this quarantine, but it's also fun. Sometimes in those rough cuts, there's tricks in there that they didn't end up using in the part. So sometimes you can make like a mini part out of like B-sides that weren't even actually used in the in the video. So that's another cool way to do it. How about you, Drew? Any uh, what? How are you keeping busy? Any picking up any new hobbies or getting well, anything done? No, I, I don't. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have as much. Uh, like I said, I'm still working, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 you know, I'm still running podcasts. So those are taking up majority of my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I'm trying to just get is a hobby. Is I would recommend um, if you're not out skateboarding, uh, since this is uh, you guys are skateboarders, and mm-hmm. imagine a lot of your audience is going to listen to this. They're skateboarders. Mm-hmm. Um, if you happen to not be doing that. You have to be a fat guy like me now. Uh, get, get out there and get your exercise on. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, definitely. Even if you yeah. are a yeah. skateboarder, go try and do something a little bit out of your realm and get some exercise mm-hmm. some other form. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was more excited on Ruben's uh, second question. That is, uh, yeah. Um, I, I think it was uh, advice. I would recommend, uh, yeah, advice, and that is. Well, thank you. And that is, um, try to improve a skill or learn a new skill. Like I see, I never known Grant to be going back to grade school and doing watercoloring and finger paint. Hey, um, watercolors are good, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. Now, I, I, hey, I saw Nick Merlino on live. He was doing, uh, he's been really feeling Bob Ross lately. I'm seeing a lot of hey. Bob Ross love. <laughs> no, you no, know what? Nick, you know, Merlino's what? the rest. Skateboarder who does watercolors really good is uh, Tyler Bledsoe. No way. Yeah, follow him on Insta. He's always posting sort of like American traditional like tattoo art. um, And a lot of tattoo artists traditionally use watercolors in their painting. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's that's cool. Picking up a skill. No, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad Grant's getting into watercoloring though. I think I, lo- I love that. Uh, I'm um the one thing I'm trying to focus on uh, learning about is a little bit about a uh, a little bit about uh, sound design and sound engineering. Uh, I've been totally just in, in drenched with Star Wars, and I've been learning about the the making of it and how how the designer who fucking laughing who the fuck laughing at me. <laughs> Yeah, he's like I, I he's like fucking the way you said it was fucking fucking nerd. Uh, I, I was learning about how he designed the lightsaber, Darth Vader's breathing. So I can go on and on. So uh, I, I, on, the, cool. on the random gold, I use I use dedicated buttons to try and I want to make my own original design. You know, I'm sick of podcast using the fucking air horn. That is so crazy. <laughs> I'm, like let let's that. Let that thing die. Create your own shit. So I'm trying to create my own sound, my own image to, you know, set myself away from the pack. Um, another thing, uh, I, you know, I found just interesting today. I'd love to share it. Is there's a, yeah. there's a gentleman that, uh, I, I don't know his name. I just learned of him. But if you look up white, white guy speaks fluent Jap- Chinese, he goes uh-huh. to these Chinese restaurants and he, he, he'll, 
he'll play dumb and say, oh, uh, you know, more times than not, you know, a lot of foreigners that, that, that own these Chinese restaurants, they don't speak the strongest of English. And so mm-hmm. he'll say, what do you recommend? And then they're kind of like, they're like, oh shit. Like I really, I don't really know how to, I only really know how to say what's on the menu. Fried chicken, you know, they know, you know, they know that stuff. And then mm-hmm. he'll speak fluent, perfect Chinese and different dialects of Chinese that are hard, that, that are not common. Cause he, he went and studied and learned in Beijing. And so I'm seeing the beautiful power of language and I would yeah. like to learn a new language. Yeah, I see oh, yeah. very, seem very beneficial. And their, their faces, the, the best part is the reactions are like, Oh man, white boys speak beautiful Chinese. And they, they're actually very complimentary and, uh, on his, uh, on his accent and his dialect. So that's something I would like to, to do, uh, as well as I'm learning how to be the next fucking, uh, sound designer that can make his own sound bites. And of course, trying to get my six pack on because the ladies are out there and they're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You got a lot of big clips to do for him, so you, get, you better get ready. Dude. I do, bro. I do. <laughs> I got to show him. Uh, uh, Ruben calling me out my shit. I love it. I love it. <laughs> How about you, Ruben? Grant, any, you have any, any advice? Yeah, any Grant? Oh, oh no, yeah. Group? Ruben. Ruben got advice? Yeah. yeah I want to hear Ruben's advice. Um, yeah, dude, I would say the main thing too is like, obviously in this time, I mean, we'll set it before and we'll say it again, just to be smart and be mindful in this time. Like if you are getting cabin fever and you do need to go outside and go skate for a little bit, just, you know, make sure that you're keeping a distance and being safe, throwing them bows. Uh, and then also, yeah, dude, I would say if you need to get your exercise on, kind of what Nick was saying earlier as well, just like go outside your realm. Like there's other ways that you can still stay fit during this time without having to skate as well. Like I've been trying to do mm. every day. Um, so I've been trying mm. to do at least like 125 a day. And then no, I also, uh, he felt, he felt sucker to the challenge. No. Someone challenged his ass. They did, yeah. man. They did. That was, it was Q that, that got it going too. Q Perez, if you guys know. You got you started. Does oh, it count cool. if you're? Yeah, hell yeah. Does it count if you're taking shots in between them and shit? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, you know, <laughs> can't, don't go overboard with it, but yeah, you gotta you gotta have the ratio between shots and beers and push-ups. You know, it's all part of the routine. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make yeah. it a little bit more fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. How about you, Grant? Any advice on uh, making it through um, these times? Keep them busy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I like you guys I mean, mentioned maybe trying to do something other than skate. For me, my knee's kind of bugging, like I mentioned, so I can't really do much with mm-hmm. my leg. But before that, I was riding my bike in the morning, and I was really enjoying that. And that's cool. It's like easy to not you're not by a bunch of people if you're just riding your bike around the street. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a fun thing, and I think it's. I've always done that when my I've had like my ankle hurting or something where I can't really skate, but I'm, I can still move around. Yeah. Um, so if you don't that case, riding your bike super fun. Um, yeah, and look look for yeah. spots while you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. You can find some stuff cruising around on your bike. Um, I'm always a big advocate for stretching. Definitely a good thing to do. And I don't know, drink a bunch of water. Stay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hydrated, so you stay healthy. Good call. I will add on to like what Ruben is saying. Like if you're going to go skate, be smart and social distance, but also 
escape within your abilities right now because you do not want to go to the hospital in right now. That is, yeah. uh, that should not be an option to just, you know, have fun, but, you know, try not to push it too crazy. But I uh, like seeing you know, all the, uh, the solo sessions where people are, you know, propping their phone up on their water bottle or whatever and filming stuff like that. It's cool to see. Yeah, you think we're going to see a, a full selfie part on Thrasher? Dude, one of these pros? Ooh, I love that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, Maybe, I want to see a selfie line, see how people get away with that. They <laughs> <laughs> got it. Rude, you got anything so I, else? Without sound. No, go ahead. No. No, without sound like Papa Smurf, I'm not, I'm no one's father here, but that's the whole purpose of the social distancing. This is a healthy reminder. You don't, they're, they're trying to lower the mm-hmm. curve because it's, it's not really, uh, it, it hasn't really hit the, it's, it's hitting the West Coast now and it, and it's still, it's still in its early stages here from what I'm understanding. It's supposed to peak in two weeks. So you want to, the whole purpose of social distancing is so we don't over flood our hospitals. Which is a bunch mm-hmm. of sick people on ventilators. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, hypocrite, because I'm still doing the podcast with my friends, and I'm like, next to these motherfuckers, don't do what I do. Just do it. Just listen to what I'm saying. Keep your circle small. That's right. If you're around okay. the same people, it's not the worst. But yeah. Yeah. Just be, In yeah. terms of what Drew's doing, if you're around <laughs> the same people all the time and not new people. But anyway, yeah. Drew, you got you got anything else for these guys? Uh, no, nah, man. I think I think that's a wrap. Gotta go. I'm uh-huh. gonna I'm gonna try and go practice some bigfoot. So I've got a hankering to do some. <laughs> <All right. laughs> where get where, it, boy? Get it. <laughs> where can people find you guys and and the uh, skate fillet? How how do they look you up? So you can find me and Grant on various social media platforms. Grant's on a fewer than I am. He's at, at Grant Fiero on both Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Drew's Days at Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can find both our, both my podcasts, both, uh, well, mine and Grant's Skate Filet is on all various platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. You can have your, you can have Alexa. You just say play Skate Filet and it'll gladly speak a story to you in skate language. Uh, same as the random gold, all platforms, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, YouTube, we're on YouTube too. So you can oh, take yeah. a look at our sexy mugs if you'd like. Uh, yeah. The, the video chat is, is totally, uh, awesome way to tune into that podcast too. Cause you get to see your guys' live <laughs> reactions to the videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's some good ones. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'll wrap it up by just saying thanks, guys, know. for having us. It, yeah. it was fun. Thank you. Th- you guys are you guys are killing it. I, I fucking uh, have generally good time with you guys. Good. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys and um and yeah, just everybody stay safe out there and uh yeah, have a good one. That's all for this episode. If you enjoyed, make sure you share on Instagram and tag us at ShieldlessMag. Also, follow Skateflay and keep up with 
Grant and Drew. If you enjoy the beat that's playing right now, it's made by Beats by Jojo, and you can find a link to his SoundCloud in the description. Stay safe out there, enjoy the rest of your week, see you next time.